0: So we, we're gonna move to the next um, reason why we people think, why I think, why people actually get married um, wrongfully. Uh, I think people still find it difficult to distinguish between love, like, and obsession. Mm. Do you think um, it's, it's a big problem, Chris?
1: it is a massive problem it is a very you would say this especially um, for most people who are married right and those who who ended up becoming divorced you would find that a a large you know reason to the divorce most of the time is always linked to obsession Uh, where one partner become more obsessive you know than the other And as a result, sort of, you know, crippled the whole relationship. And that can be traced all the way back to why they were dating. Uh, It's almost like you're trying to mirror, you know, your relationship with someone else's relationship. Right. So you've got a friend. they just got married you know life is to you because you you look from the outside looking in. you you think life is good look at these two couples oh my god i want to be like them why is mine not like them why am i not married yet why hasn't he put a ring on my finger why hasn't he proposed to me yet right and because of the fact that you're so obsessed with other people's relationship as to what's going on in their private life now you're you're sort of transmitting that into your relationship, right? And now you're obsessed about the fact that you are not married yet and now you're putting pressure on the guy or, you know, vice versa, he's putting pressure on the woman to say, you know, I need to get married, you know, and we need to settle down and, you know, obviously they get proposed and then they get married. But that marriage doesn't last because it's not rooted in trust and belief in the fact that you know, both of you just love yourself and both of you just want to be together for the right reasons. Because at the end of the day, that obsession is going to turn into into something really, really toxic. It's going to become very, very, very toxic, you know. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't put a hold on it, it's going to be what will be the undoing of that, of that, of that marriage or, or relationship. So, yes, obsession is a very, very big part as to the reason why a lot of relationships don't work. Because it's not rooted in, in truth. It's not rooted in honesty. It is rooted in something that is almost like a facade, you know, because you don't really know the full story. You don't really know what's going on in other people's lives. So, you know, but, but you're obsessive about it. You want yours to be like that, you know? So, nothing else. It's almost like this very, you know, Will Smith situation. It, it's a perfect example of where the obsession becomes, you know, a very toxic thing. There is nothing, for me, what I can see from the outside looking in will smith is doing so much right he's doing so much to come to compensate for you know for, for for getting married to this woman who not it seems to be good enough for her exactly. she was she was dating tupac and it was almost like tupac was like the, the perfect guy for her because he's gangster and she's gangster as well so both of them can continue to do gangster shit, right and the moment tupac died in 1996 Right? And then Woolsmade then came into the picture. It's almost like from that moment, he's been trying so much to get validation from this woman. He's been trying so much to do everything to mirror the image of Tupac. But it just seems not to be good enough for her because she's always upset. She wants the perfect guy that looks like that guy. Right? She wants the perfect guy that looks like Tupac so guess what for every single day of, of that relationship he's been emasculated he's been reduced to ridicule because he's trying to crave the attention of this woman because he's trying to do everything for her but it's just not good enough same thing as well you're in a relationship the relationship didn't work hard but guess what the guy that the, you know that she's been with previously she thinks is the perfect guy now that she's with a new guy she's trying to make that new guy into that old guy Right. So whatever he's doing now, if he's not doing it well, just like the old guy, she's not she's not happy. So guess what? Now she's obsessed about the old guy and trying to make an image of the new guy, you know, of the old guy. So that is why most of those relationships don't really work out. I've been in a in a situation whereby, you know, um, I've had an ex, you know, just, you know, like, yo, what's going on in your life? Oh, no, this new guy is not like you. It's not, I was like, listen, no one can be like me. You know, we've had our time, we've had our moments, you know, and we've moved on. You have to love this new guy as the new guy. You have to find things in him that makes you feel okay, that makes you feel satisfied. You cannot continue to keep dwelling on the, on the past relationship and trying to make that person into what you want now. You have to love this guy for who he is now and forget about whatever that you've had in the past, you know. So, yes, obsession is a very big part as to the reason why relationships don't work out. And so is marriage as well. So when you go into a marriage and you stay carrying the baggage from whatever past relationship that you've had, it just doesn't work. It is very, very toxic.
0: Z, obsession, love, and lust. What do you think? (laughs) Of course.
2: Of course. If one is getting married because the partner is obsessed about the other, then it's not going to work, really. It's not going to work. It's going to continue to strive, act things, act like it's someone else. And definitely such a person is going to get tired of it, and the routine is going to end soon. Love, I don't know. Of course, that is a very good reason <laughs> to get married, but... It's, it's love
0: fun. always enough. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: it's like, never enough.
0: I never, <laughs> never <laughs> enough. Never enough. Nah.
2: At all. At all. Okay. At all. So I've I've even been asking myself a lot of questions about about this. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> share, share with people, us. <laughs> I don't know why people get married. I'm asking. I'm asking. Why
1: are, are you, you married, married in my marriage? Why did yes, you get
2: married?
1: Yeah. How long have you been married for?
2: Um, seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So why did you get my-
1: <laughs> what <laughs> I love this. I love that, Ish. I love that. Throw that at oh. her. <laughs> like- this, this is oh, getting that- spicy now.
2: <laughs> See, what I've learned from, from my own experience is that I have to get this. And um, I've started talking to them about what's life as a woman um I I, when I got married I I did not know what marriage entails I did not know I got married I felt okay well you're done with school I don't want to stay back at home and then the next thing people do is to get married so yeah
1: conventional way of doing it
2: yes Mm. so and when I got into the marriage, that was when I began to understand. Kid, so this is what formage. This is what I'm expected to do. This is, you know, and everything is like shock, shock, and they were coming back to back, back to back like that. It's not all ladies that would be able to. Hold up. That's the truth. So when you are receiving a lot of things and they are actually strange to you, and there's so much coming back to back. Most women we just they walk you. That's the truth. For in my own case, I, no one ever sat me down to tell me as a man, this is this is this is what marriage is all about. So these are things that you should really have to make to meet. Nobody sat me. It was just like I was just going home. I was just alone, moving, moving on the train even as direction. I was just moving like that. So I think what's what most women and uh, uh, kids, what they need is, um, we really need to talk to them about all of this. They need to be sure they are ready. And they need to go into their mind when they are actually ready. Most women are not ready. That is why men are having problems. Because they, are also. they don't know that they even need to solve this. To an extent they don't even know they need to sacrifice so much human people don't know they need to sacrifice so much mm. and when they enter the marriage and they need to sacrifice so much they feel cheated I want I to feel too, you cannot you can't you can't continue to be cheated it's for a, too long. I, me,
0: long
2: I don't know so doing... a, We we we, we women, women needs, they need to, in fact, they need to be counselled, they need to go for different series of sessions, they need to prepare their mind, they need to know they are actually ready to go into this. So that when they are in it, yeah, they stay there and they enjoy it. Most people endure. And they endure because they are not ready, they were not ready when they got into it. They don't want to leave. one thing or the other not because they are enjoying it they don't want to leave because someone something children i don't know i i'm sure i've said a lot of things i'm sure but is it true that's what is happening it's
0: It's true i I wish there's one big scanner here that you can actually scan people with to 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 know if they actually (laughs) read
1: Because yeah, ish, 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 ish. on that ish, on that ready on that readiness, right? I kind of agree and disagree uh, with Z. I think, I think you're never really ready for marriage. <laughs> I think there is never really a time where you go, "Yes, I'm ready now." I think it's more about growth inside of the marriage. Um, I think a lot of you know couples, you know, m- you know, man and woman. I think sometimes. You know they they refuse to grow and i think as you know once you get into marriage you begin to figure things out yourself just like you said Z, once you get into it no one taught no one told you what to do or this is how you do it you figure things out yourself as you get along you became creative you know because you you sort of you had a sort of um a feeling where you made up your mind and say i'm gonna stick it out you know this is my marriage and I'm going to make it work. And I think that is where a lot of people fall short. The question is, are you two-footed in or you're one leg in, one leg out? And when you're one leg in, one leg out, it's ne- it never really works because you're never really sure. That means you're so unsure that you can't put your all into it. But when you are two-footed in, then you can begin to make decisions that is for the betterment of the marriage because that is where you begin to compromise. So you're never really fully ready to go into it, but you want to grow when you get into it, right? You have to be open-minded to change as well because you can't keep doing the same thing that you've been doing and think you expect a different outcome sometimes you need to you need to open up yourself and compromise where you have to compromise i'm not saying you have to fully compromise on the values you know there are certain values that you hold here But you have to be open-minded to you know to want to maybe alter a few things in your life you know as long as it makes the marriage work and 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 it doesn't have to be one-sided because if it's one-sided it never works It has to be both sided both people like the couple has to make a conscious decision to say we have to put this marriage first and above all and the other thing is happiness happiness it's something whereby if you are not happy within yourself you can never be happy in your marriage you have to be happy first i know people always say oh yes you have to put your marriage first you have to put your husband's happiness first or your wife's happiness first no You have to put your own happiness first because if you're not happy within yourself, it doesn't matter what he does. You can, you know, the marriage would never really work. So you have to find happiness within you. You have to find what makes you happy and then build from there. And then, you know, be willing to sort of have a conversation about what is not working and how you can make it work. But you have to be all in. I don't like all this whole idea of, oh, eh, well, if it doesn't work, you know, I, I, I just, I dip. Once you start having that mentality of, if it doesn't work, then you're already knowing that this marriage, it's not gonna, it's, it won't be for the long run. And then you start making plans outside of your marriage. That is where people don't share, they don't share their financial situation within themselves. How can a couple not know what their financial situation is, right? They hiding things from themselves. He's building his house, she's building our house. Where is, it is, we are all in, we're putting online resources in one place, you know? So, so these are the things that you have to sort of, you know, sort of wrap your head around once you're inside of the marriage. You know, you have to grow. It has to be growth within the marriage. So you, I don't think you can ever be ready for, you know, to say I'm ready now. Because when you say I'm ready, it's almost like saying I'm waiting for the perfect guy. There's never going to be the perfect guy. There's never going to be the perfect woman. You just have to trust because the marriage is taking a deep dive into the unknown. You don't really know what you're getting into. It's, you're taking it's a risk but it's a risk worth taking because I believe in marriage. Some people don't, so I understand, but I believe in marriage and once you're taking that deep dive, you're taking a deep dive into the unknown, trusting in the decision that you're making that it will be for the betterment in the future.
0: Honestly, there is a very good reason why I still feel if there was a scanner or a very big scanner to scan people to know if they are ready or they should be more like a pre-marriage kind of school that uh, mm-hmm. you're gonna write an exam and if you don't pass you'll never get married because <laughs> this, this, this thing is serious because you need to protect look at look at will smith honestly it's not happy. just look at will smith mighty will smith actually is a shadow of himself just because he got married to someone who was not even ready to have him as a husband true do you understand so that's that's where i'm coming from honestly it's 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 very pathetic because you i don't know the, you 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 can't really the, the 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 effect of all this it's um cannot be overemphasized because you may not really know will smith is just one of a lot a lot of men who are actually who, who who have who, been you know battled
1: and West? you uh, West, another example he's a broken I man as well
0: i've been broken in this <laughs> in only the name of this um this so-called marriage stuff so so i i i wouldn't want to go to go to uh, uh talk so much about it i'm just gonna ask you why did you get married because i asked him about, <laughs> why did you get married chris
1: you're putting me on the spot now yes is that, is that what we're doing now <laughs> <laughs> you're you, you, you becoming like my personal therapist now eh? so <laughs> we're on a therapist section
0: i just want to know actually, like, it's it's it, it's it's something that is uh um, it's it's is becoming a pandemic because men yes, like, men like will smith are actually working on they are working about you wouldn't know and yes it
1: is um I, just yes, me, to get back to get back we, to your question
0: we, as to him are actually there too. So it's yeah. so before you know it, you're gonna you're gonna find more slapping and a lot of slapping
1: and- <laughs> <laughs> <You're> in. <whipping. laughs> Many people have been slapped yeah. in their clothes that they just haven't been, you know, televised in national TV. No, to get back to your question as to why did I get married, right? Uh you know, that that you're making me reminisce now about the past, because that is me on the other way back. Uh, you know, I mean I mm-hmm. meant. I met my wife, you know, uh, when I went to be a friend and the moment I saw her, I just knew, you know, she was the one, you know. She was very, you know, very softly spoken. Uh, She doesn't say a lot. Uh, She was very, very beautiful. Uh, That caught my eye. (laughs) So, uh, you know, she was very religious. Uh, She was a Christian. She's still a Christian, but at that time, she was a very strong one. And I was the polar opposite because I was like a club guy (laughs) you know I was wild right and so you would you would think that wouldn't that wouldn't fit right in terms of that dynamic a guy from the club a guy from you know from a very wild background coming into you know this girl's life and she's a polar opposite of him but there was just something about her that just sort of you know connect with me and that was just her You know, her simplicity, she was very simple. She was very um, minimalistic, you know, Um, to say she she wasn't, she wasn't somebody who was uh, very materialistic and, you know, she was very content within herself and she was very, she was reassuring. Uh, I wasn't in a relationship at that time uh, or I was sort of in a shaky situation where, I was breaking up you know from my past relationship and so she was almost like someone that I just felt comfortable with and you know when we started dating and you know during the course of us you know being in a relationship uh, I, you know I sort of knew that you know she was the one that would that would make me complete and yes you know i popped the question on her her birthday um (laughs) i went down on my knees if that's what you want to (laughs) hear i went down on my knees and, and she said yes but then this is the thing right i at that time you know i was a catholic and she was attending a pentecostal church christ embassy and i remember them saying to me you cannot get married to your wife unless you start attending our church right so i was like are you guys serious like, do I have to come to your church? You know, but yeah, what you do for love. I had to then give up my, you know, my Catholic, you know, church and started attending her church. I had to go through foundation class, you know, uh, before you know I was accepted into the church, and and then you know we eventually got married. But you know, my marriage to her was a marriage that was built on that was built on love and affection and. You know, it's just something about her that just i just felt resonate with me and it's difficult to put a finger on it uh but i yep. think it was just the fact that she she just she was That's just fair. the perfect person for me you yeah. know where because I, I needed somebody that would sort of compliment my other side you know where if i'm rowdy if i'm you know all you know crazy she would just bring me back down to earth. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: get it. Love, love, um, passion, and, and uh, you know, it's um, it's like uh, like Z said, is actually uh, a good reason to to, to get married. So. Mm-hmm.